All right, Daddy, whenever you get ready. Recorded live. It's going. Good evening, everybody. We want to welcome you to our first empowerment Sunday. I'm co-pastor Keller of Omega Deliver Center Ministry, and our pastor is Minister Mary Smith. She's our senior pastor. We thank God for her. We thank God for those who have joined us here today. Our empowerment Sundays have been set aside that we might be able to share practical knowledge, practical experiences with people might, that might be able to help people in their lives to be able to uh, be better, to do better, and to have more. Uh, these teachers have been tried and proven. You know, I'm a Ziegler certified speaker and trainer, and Mrs. Ziegler impacted the lives of an estimated 250 million people by using some of the same principles that I've been allowed to learn and then share with others. So on these four Sundays, we're going to try as best we can to be a blessing to those in the community where God has planted us by not only meeting their spiritual needs, that one day they might be able to make heaven their home, but while they're here, that they'll be able to put these practices into, uh, into work, or put this work into practice, that they might be able to be better in their lives, that they might be able to do better in their lives, and that they might be able to have more in their lives. So we're starting this off, this segment that we're starting off with is very important to me, and it's about setting and achieving goals. And I have a passion for being able to share this information with people because when I talk to people, I see so many people struggling that don't need to struggle, that shouldn't have to struggle, but they're simply struggling because they've never uh, devised a plan of how they're going to get from where they are to where they want to be. And the plan is to have, to set, and to achieve the goals that God has placed, God has given us to achieve the, uh, the heights and places where he desired us to be. So today we're going to share a portion of, of uh, being able to set and achieve goals. And uh, we just thank God for those that are joining us and those that are here and pray, God, that you would be able to take this information and use it to be able to be a better you and do more and have more in life. So at this time, we want to open up as we would always do, because this is still a ministry. This was still meant to be a blessing to God's people. So we're going to pray and then we're going to get started. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity that you've given us today to be here to share this information and this knowledge with your people, dear God. And I pray that there would some be some that would grab hold of it and that they would use it because they've been uh, fighting battles and dealing with stumbling blocks and going through changes, that, God, if you would give them a plan, that they would actually be able to do better and be better and to have more. So, God, thank you for uh, the woman of God who is over this ministry, head of this house, for being open to allowing us to do the things that we're trying to do now. So, God, we thank you. And we pray right now at this time and at this hour that somebody would be blessed, that somebody would grab hold to this information, and somewhere down the line they would realize how their life has been changed and made better as a result of understanding and knowing what it is to have, to set, and achieve goals. In your name we pray, amen, and thank you, Lord. In life it is very important that we have goals. Goals are the things that, that get people from where they are in life to where they want to be. But the thing is, being able to, to set them, I found out that there's four reasons why people don't set goals. The number one is, is fear. And fear is actually an acronym, more or less, for false evidence appearing real. And sometimes people are afraid of failing. Well, if I set goals and they don't work, then it's as if I fail. But you also need to understand that failure is not a person. Failure is an event. So there's no need to... Uh, to be concerned and be worried about from the, from the fear standpoint, because a lot of our fears just come from our, our own mind. 
And then there, the second reason are there are people that don't feel like they deserve information. They feel like something has gone on in their life or they were they told that they were never going to be anything or never going to be anybody. So they're not feeling like they deserve to have a better life or to have more than what they already have, which the devil is a lie. We deserve, we just, God desired for us to have more. We were created in a manner in which that we should have more. So that's not true. And a lot of people don't just don't know how to set goals. Well, we're going to take care of a big portion of, uh, of that today. So we thank God again for you being here. And we're going to talk about setting and achieving goals. We've got to have goals. It's important to have goals. Um, I think about a gentleman all the time who was one of the greatest archers that, that ever lived. And he entered 286 archery tournament, or tournaments, and he won 286 tournaments. He was just that good. From 50 feet, he would hit the bullseye, and then uh, with his next arrow, he would split the first arrow. You know, it was even said that he uh, killed a shark, a uh, 15-foot shark in 18 feet of water. He said, well, maybe it was an 18-foot shark in 15 feet of water. But every, either way it go, it was a big old shark. And he was able to do it by using a bow and arrow, being a, a proficient as an archer. But the fact of the matter is today, uh, I've heard my mentor share this story and said, you know, being a trainer and being someone that helped accomplish things, that would, if you would give me 20 minutes and you're, reasonably, and you're in reasonably good health and you've got good eyesight, that I could have you beating this gentleman Howard Hill on his best day. They say, well, how would you do that? I say, well, if you would let me blindfold him, spin him around a couple of times and he wouldn't know what the target was. So somebody might say, well, brother Keller, that sounds silly. Cause how could the man hit a target that he couldn't see? Well, that's an excellent question, but I would have a better question for those listening today. If he couldn't hit a target that he couldn't see, how in the world could you hit a target that you don't even have? Are we a wondering generality? or we are meaningful, or meaningful specific. Now, there was a gentleman named John Fabry that did a study on processionary caterpillars. Processionary caterpillars got their name simply by being a caterpillar that they followed one another. Whichever one led, the rest of them would follow. But he did this experiment where he took a group of processionary caterpillars and he put them around the base of a flower pot so that they would follow themselves. And inside the flower pot, he put their, their favorite food, the processionary caterpillar's favorite food was pine needles. So he put the pine needles in the flower pot. He put the processionary caterpillars around the flower pot. And being, being true to their nature, they followed each other around that flower pot for 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. They ended up following, following each other around that flower pot until they all died of starvation and exhaustion with their favorite food three inches away. But they were so busy following each other that they died of starvation. And sometimes we've got to know who we're following or what we're following. Goals is what releases the power in us. Goals is what releases the dreams that we have inside of us. Goals is what releases the ambitions that we have to do the things that we want to do in life. That power that we have in us, the gifts that we have in us, that God placed in us, the way we stir them up is to have, have goals. 
have a plan, and we're going to help share that with you today. When the first man got to the moon and stepped on, stepped on the moon, that wasn't a coincidence. I believe back in the 60s, I believe it was, when uh, President Kennedy declared that we would put a man on the moon, it took 10 years, I believe, to actually get into space. And you don't do that by accident. That was done with a plan, a plan that may have lasted 10 years, but a carefully devised plan. Putting a man in space wasn't a small effort, but as a result of the goals that were set by this president and this country and this nation, not only did we put a man in space, we was able to put a, put a man, a man was able to walk on the moon. One of, our, one, of, one of the greatest golfers that came known to man was Tiger Woods. And I have to imagine if you were to ask Tiger Woods how did he become one of the greatest golfers in the world, that didn't happen going out to the golf course every then and again, every once in a little while, and shooting a few shots. That came from a lot of work, a lot of dedication, and a lot of practice, and of having a goal. Because when you see clips of him with his father, he was five years old. He was a very young man when he started playing golf, but he eventually ended up growing up and setting the goals and actually ended up becoming one of the world's best golfers. Sir Edmund Hillary, the first man to set foot on the top of Mount Everest. Now, I am certain that he didn't get to the top of Mount Everest because he was out strolling around one day and he looked up and realized, wow, I'm on the top of Mount Everest. Just like every other achiever, just like every other champion, every other award winner, everybody that's attained any status whatsoever in life, he did it by having, by setting, and achieving goals. It turned off. <laughs> okay, well, what would be the, the smart question here? The smart question would be, if goals are so important, how do I set them properly? Well, that's what I'm about to share with you. You've got to know the formula. If you know the formula, you can set a goal. Well, it's time to do a little math right now. We'll start off with this problem. Three times four. I'm sure everybody here knows that three times four is 12. That's all well and good because we know the formula. But what if, what if I said, what is 122,647 times 5,689? Well, if I gave you a, pa a paper and a pencil and a reasonable amount of time, anybody would be able to figure out what 122,647 times 5,689 would be. And you would be able to do that because you know the formula for multiplication. It's all about knowing the formula. Well, the answer, in fact, is 760,317,783. But you're able to do that because you know the formula for math. And when you know the formula for setting goals, if you could set a goal for one thing, you could set a goal for anything simply by knowing the formula. And here are the seven steps for setting and achieving goals. The first step is to identify your goal. And as clearly as you can write it down, and it is important 
purely important. I can't express the importance enough of writing it, writing it down. A goal not written down is simply a wish that doesn't have any power behind it whatsoever. And the clearer that you can make it when, you can, when you're writing it down increases the chances that you have of actually achieving that goal. So the first thing we want to do is identify our goals, and we want to write it down, and we want to make it as clear as possible. Step two is now you need to list the benefits. What are going to be the benefits of achieving this goal? What do I hope to achieve by achieving this goal? And list all the benefits that you hope to achieve. You've wrote it down. You've made it clear. Now, how am I going to benefit from that? This is step two of this seven-step process. List all the benefits. Number three is that we're going to list all the obstacles. What are going to be the stumbling blocks that may get in your way? What may be the things that are going to hinder you? Because when it comes to obstacles, understand this. It's not if there are going to be obstacles. It's when there are going to be obstacles. And if you know what the obstacle, if you uh, know reasonably what the obstacles may be, then when they come, now you're not surprised by them. You know, obstacles hurt us when we're caught off guard and we didn't anticipate them and we didn't know. Well, in step three, you're anticipating what the obstacles may be and you're writing them down so that when they come, that you'll be better prepared and ready for the obstacles. Number four in the seven-step process, you need to get uh, the skills, the knowledge that it's going to take to achieve these goals. Are you going to have to go back to school? Are you going to have to take a class? Are you going to have to read a book? Are you going to have to do some research? What is the knowledge that it's going to take for me to achieve this goal that was number one? And we've got, we've got to gain the skills necessary. And, it's, and I think, you know, we're living in a time now where if you've got a cell phone and an Internet connection, there is no knowledge that is withheld from you. There is no information which is held from you. You can ask Siri what you want to know, and Siri will tell you what you want to know. But as you proceed towards achieving your goal, get to know what the skills are and what the knowledge that you're going to need to attain to be able to reach that goal. Number five, we used to have a saying back when I was young. I don't know if they still say it, but we used to say, no man is an island and no man stands alone, and you don't have to try to achieve your goals alone. So you need to find out who, you, who are the people that you need to connect with? Who are the organizations that you may need to connect with? Who are the companies that you may need to connect with? You know, somebody that maybe has already done what it is that you're trying to do that can share pertinent information and important knowledge with you to achieve what you're trying to do and the goals that you have set for yourself. Number six, now we need an action plan. Okay, we've got one, two, three, four, five, Write it down, what's the benefit, what's the obstacles, what's the skills and knowledge, who are the people, but now how do you go about doing this? How, how am I going to go about finding out where I get the knowledge and information from? Well, how am I going to go about meeting the people or the companies or the organizations that I need to connect myself with in order to be able to achieve my goal? So go ahead, you need, now you need to just go ahead on and devise a plan that's going to help you get you to the place it is that you want to be. And lastly, and probably most importantly, you've got to have a deadline. This cannot be an open-ended effort. When is it you hope to achieve this goal by? Understanding that 
You might have to move the date forward. You may have to move it backwards, but you need to have a completion date of when your final date of when you're going to be able to get this done, something that you're going to be able to put energy in and work towards completing, finalizing, and finishing this goal. When you become a goal setter and achiever, you also learn to train fleas. This is Mr. Ziegler here. This is who I refer to as my, my mentor, and I hope everybody could, uh, could hear this. on the jar and you watch those fleas and they'll jump up and they'll hit the top over and over and over and over and over and over. You watch them jump. Finally, after they've been jumping a long time, you will notice that even though they continue to jump, all of a sudden hit the top. Then it's an absolute fact. You can just take the top off of the jar and then Is the same way. He starts out in life to climb the mountain, to write the book, to break the record, to do something with his life. But along the way, he bumps his head, he stubs his toe, and he becomes what I call a snob. Now that's spelled S N. Person who is susceptible to the negative influence of other people. Now I don't know if everybody on the video was able to hear what the people on the on the phone was able to hear. But I know we did an experiment when we were in, in school where we put fleas in a jar. And for the first few days, they would jump and they would hit the lid on the jar. Then after a couple of few days, they would still jump, but they wasn't hitting the lid of the jar anymore because they had trained themselves that they were going to keep hitting that lid and that they were never going to jump out of the jar. And I say that because after a few more days, you were able to take the lid off the jar and they would still be jumping, but none of them would jump out of the jar because by then they had already been conditioned that we're not going to be able to jump out of this, so it don't make no sense to keep jumping. And a lot of times in life, I say you start off to write the book, to do that, to achieve that, and you stump your toe, you get a setback, and you condition, us, and you condition yourself that why should I keep trying? Because just like the flea, every time I jump, I bump my head, so what do I need to keep jumping for? The flea learn that I don't need to keep jumping if I'm going to keep bumping my head. And we learned that if I'm going to keep making mistakes, I'm going to keep having setbacks, that I need to stop trying because that's not true. And the reason that we say that we'll train a uh, flea trainer because at some point, if we do our job right, then you're not conditioning it longer. Not only can you jump out of the jar, but you could go ahead and, and, and write the book, sing the song, do the things in life that, you, that God intended for and set out for you to uh, – to do. Resume.
So we don't have to stay conditioned to the fact that we're never going to achieve anything or we're never going to have anything. I think I said at the very beginning of this uh, presentation that failure is an event. It is not a person. It's something that happened in our life. We may have failed in what we were trying to do, but it didn't make us a failure because failure is not a person. Failure is an event. And in this statement, we found out what we get by achieving goals is not as important as who we become by achieving goals. We become the confident people that God intended us to be, the people of faith that God intended us to be, the people who that are able to believe that I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. So it's not all about what we get when we achieve that goal that we set. It's more about who we become. So I thank everybody who, who was able to take part in what we've done here today, trying to share some information that will help people again to be who God intended us to be, to do the things God intended for us to do, and to have the things God intended for us to have. As we move forward in this ministry, Fourth Sunday just happens to be the time that we do in Palmer Sunday. On first Sunday, like last first Sunday, we're going to have our Keep It 100 Sunday. Keep It 100 Sunday was the opportunity for us to have a back-and-forth dialogue, and it was a very lively, spirited, and deep discussion that we was able to have. But we're living in a time where there's not a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of conversation. There's a lot of posting and texting and people in the same house texting from the bedroom to the living room, from the living room to the kitchen and the family might be sitting in the whole room and they're talking to somebody, but they're talking to somebody on Facebook, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on whatever they're talking to, but we're not talking to each other. But on first Sunday, we come in the same place and we talk to each other about issues, situations, circumstances that impact our lives. And if we can, we come up with the answers. If we can't, we find out how somebody else feel about it, but we come and we talk about it. And then on the second and third Sundays is our worship Sundays. That's when, we, that's when everything else is put aside, that we might glorify and recognize God as our Savior and our Lord. And uh, be it, be it uh, Senior Pastor Smith or myself that will share a word, or it could be a guest speaker. But second and third Sundays are set aside for our worship Sundays, fourth Sunday for Empowerment Sunday, first Sunday for Keep It 100 Sunday. So we're thankful to God that he allows us to have this kind of impact and share the information that we're able to share, again, in the community that he's planted us in. You know, we're responsible for the people here uh, in this Gastonia area and the people that may listen to us on the, on the, on the phone, on the Internet, by whatever means. We've got a, a, a responsibility to do what it is God has blessed us to do. And uh, there's a spiritual need that mankind has. There's a practical need that, man God, that uh, mankind has. And we pray, God, that by doing what God has allowed us to do here, that we can, we can minister to the spiritual man as well as the practical man. So on behalf of Pastor Smith and Omega Deliverance Center Ministry, we thank God for joining us here today. Join us next Sunday for uh, Keep It 100 Sunday. And on second and third Sundays, be a part of our worship service. We just love God and we just love his people. God bless you until we meet again. Yes, sir. I'm going to agree with you.
<laughs> oh, that's the lady that, that created these shirts. Okay. Let's do it, man. We try, Mom. Oh my God. Huh? I I say I I know you probably was concerned at at first that I was going forth. And <laughs> fair. But you know, Mama, I, I was we was we was talking last night at the thing. And I've tried as best I could to always put my all in something because it really don't pay to, to have do nothing. Uh, and I don't care what it is you're doing. And I look back, I thank God now that I have that little red truck over there part in front of the house. But I had, I want to say, I had one truck repo. I had one truck I kept spending money on and couldn't. I know somebody might have carport all that, and we thank God for you, but. <laughs> yeah. 